Hi, it's Nicole, your host of This Club Sucks. This week we're going to dive into grief. If you haven't listened to the prior two episodes, you certainly don't need to. I'd appreciate it, but you don't need to to understand or hear about what I'm going to talk about now. Um, but I dove into my infertility and my losses and the death of loved ones. And although I had them as separate episodes, because obviously it's a lot to talk about, it was all occurring simultaneously. It was all layered on top of each other. It was all compounding. And then you get to add in the end of my marriage. You get to throw in there the death of two of our dogs. Um, Trucker's death devastated me. And I think it's because it was one more loss on top of everything else that we were going through. Everything else that had crushed me. Trucker was just the, the, the straw that broke the back, right? So these moments all compounded on each other and they were heavy. It's super heavy, heavy, heavy grief. And good Lord, I promise you, honest to God, <laughs> these episodes will get lighter. But I, I obviously need to show you the heavy before getting into the, you know, lighter side of things. And I will be bringing on guests that will be talking about the clubs that they are in that suck. And it will be heavy. And then we can get on to some lighter topics of how we thrive and survive and find humor despite what we have been through and what we're going through. And I'm going to say a couple of things, little admin stuff here. I've struggled to record this. I have struggled because less than a month ago, I was at another celebration of life for a good, good man that was taken too soon from us because of cancer. And he's left behind my bestie, his wife, his person. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling in that grief of that loss. And it was raw and it was fresh. And I didn't know how to say the right words. And I have made notes. I have a notebook here in front of me. Because it's really important for me to say the right words and to explain this as well as I can. Because so much was said to me in the wrong way and was not helpful that I really want to make sure I'm bringing this to you from a place of understanding. And if something doesn't resonate with you, please let me know. Please let me know how you want to hear it. I will bring that forward for other people to hear because my experiences are my own. What I need is going to be different from you. Yes, there's some overarching themes. And as humans, we need the basics. But sometimes there are words that you need or actions that you need. So tell me what they are and I'll make sure it gets out to the world. Or you come on with me and tell the world yourself. I'm also going to say I am not a professional therapist. I'm not a counselor. I have maybe declared myself the self-proclaimed grief expert. You know, putting the hours in that I did around grief. I felt I deserved a title. And funny enough, I was talking to one of my mentors who's 
obviously a dear friend now, and she's been going through some grief in all of our own ways and, and different reasons the grief was brought into her life. But she wanted me to do an Instagram live with her and we were talking and she's like, you know, I've been feeling this grief and I've been really diving into it and trying to understand it. And she's like, you know, when I think about grief, I think about you. And I was stunned, which takes a lot, by the way, to get me speechless. But I was stunned for a moment and then started laughing. I was like, that's really fucking sad that you think of me when you think of grief. But at the same time, I was like, well, damn right you should. I've been through enough. I've felt grief for a lot of years. And I now understand it on such a cellular level. I understand grief, not just from death, loss, trauma, but you can have grief in so many forms. And so that's where I took the self-proclaimed grief expert from, because that's the point. I want to help people. I want people to understand and acknowledge grief is around us at all times and you might be feeling it. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, but grief is such a prevalent piece of what we go through that we have so little understanding of that I want it to be talked about. I want us to understand it. I want us to not be afraid of it and know how to move through it. But having said all that, I am not a professional therapist. So if you are in the thick of things and you are struggling, please find a safe space, someone that you are comfortable with, someone that you hold value in to get help. Let them know that you're struggling. I'm here telling my story and eventually other people's stories to prove that you are not alone and that there is actually the other side of all of this shit. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my support system. And I know how shitty I treated them at times. But if it wasn't for them, my friends, my family, the professionals, I wouldn't be here. And I want you to know that there is someone for you, even though you feel there is no one for you. And people, pay attention. Pay attention to those that you love and care about reach out, be a safe space, send a text, make the phone call. I can guarantee you it makes a difference. You will say or do the wrong thing. It's a probability. We are not given the skills and the knowledge, or nor are we emotionally intelligent beings. It's not inherent knowledge within us that we can take care of people and, and, and mental health awareness is at the forefront of teachings within school. But I can guarantee, and here's the kicker, if you are coming from a place of love and even say, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what you're going through, but I see you. I love you. I'm thinking of you. I hurt like hell that you're hurting you will make a difference to that person. They will know they are not alone. They will know that there is someone in their corner. 
that when they are ready, will come to you. Grief, trauma, loss, whatever you are going through is real. It's valid. It has happened. You cannot deny what you are feeling. But I will say you are going to do and say things that are not normal. That is out of your normal behavior realm. And there will be whole periods of time that are going to just disappear on you. They're so foggy. They're so hazy. You'll come out of it and go, what the hell? It's been six months. It's been three months. It's been whatever it is since the event. And you'll have such little recognition or recollection of what you've been through to just survive. And know that that's okay. That's so fucking normal. The brain fog is real. And here's the other thing. You're going to laugh and feel joy and smile unexpectedly during that time as well. And then feel really guilty about it. And you're going to feel alone. And you're going to feel that no one understands you. And you know what? You don't understand you. So why would they understand you? And honestly, sometimes I felt like I didn't want people to understand me. One, I just wanted to wallow. I wanted to feel like shit. I didn't want someone to tell me everything's okay. And it's going to get better and just give it time and blah, blah, blah. The platitudes that we think are helping people. And I also didn't want anyone to understand because I didn't want them to be feeling this shit. I didn't want them to hurt like this. But I will say, I regret not letting people in. I regret not letting them hurt with me. I regret denying them the opportunity to heal with me. I felt I had to be strong. I had to do it all. Like I said before, I was an entrepreneur. I was taking care of my business. I was just getting shit done. And then I would end up resenting people when they said, you're so strong. I didn't want to be strong. I didn't want to be strong. I wanted it to go away. But grief doesn't allow you to think clearly. I can look back at all of this now and go, "Uh uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was doing. That's great. But it doesn't allow you to think clearly. You don't have the ability to see through the the fog. It's clouding the reality. And don't get me wrong. The grief is your reality. I'm not saying that. And it is that moment that you're in is the grief moment. And it's real. But remember, It's an emotion of the moment. It's not the whole picture. And only with time, space, I don't know if that's the right word because I don't want you to distance yourself from people, but you do get distance from the event. Things do become clearer. Grief can be a stage that you get stuck in and the lens that you see the world through especially if you have the compounding grief. It's proof that bad things happen and they happen over and over and over again. You're living it, but it is a moment 
And trust me, I do not say that lightly. What it took for me to get to that point where I felt that I was beginning my healing journey was a lot of hard work, a ton of reflection, and a really deep desire to no longer wear my grief as my armor. Grief is always going to be a part of me. Like I said, I have my season of sadness. It's under the surface. Sometimes it's deeper than others. Sometimes it's really close to the surface. And it can rear its head at the weirdest, oddest of times. But now I understand it. I can acknowledge it. I can work with it. Like I said, I can anticipate it with my season of sadness. It starts in the fall. It goes through to the spring. It's anniversaries of deaths, pregnancy losses, you know, the trauma. It's it's the trauma. And it's my season of sadness. It's a very hard time for me. But I physically feel it coming. My body remembers the grief. It remembers the surgeries. It remembers the the feeling deep inside of that grief and how I wasn't able to process it at the time. And my body's remembering before my brain can process it. But then a little light glows off and it's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. It's fall. All this shit went down. So I can recognize those sensations in my body now faster. And I can prepare those around me. I can let them know what's going on with me to have a little more care with me to be a little more gentle, not baby me and not let me get away with shit, but just know that stuff is churning under the surface and I might be more sensitive and I might be more reactive and I might need more space and I might need some reminders to take care of myself. But I now go into my season of sadness with this self-awareness and this recognition that I have to have my self-care systems in place. I have my personal trainer. My my workouts are scheduled with him. I have therapy sessions that are pre-booked. Because when I'm in the thick of the season, I don't think to do these things. I just think I'm sad and I want to be sad and I get stuck in the sad. But I know by preparing and plan for moments by myself to reflect on these significant dates and anniversaries, I can choose to look at them now with love. I can choose to look at them now with remembering the moments of happiness, especially when it comes to like a death anniversary. I can remember my mom laughing at something. I can remember traveling with Jennifer. I can remember just moments of joy rather than focusing on the death and the trauma and the sadness. And then I also get to remind myself that this season of sadness is because I had great love. And because I've had great love, I am going to know great depths of grief, of sadness, 
of tiredness, of wanting to hide away. But I always come back because I love people. I love people that are alive around me. I have my dogs that make me laugh every single day. And I know that you have that too. I know that you can find a way to come out of this and find moments that you can smile about without feeling the guilt. Thank you.